Carlsberg I don't love, but like I said, price is right. But but they keep coming. <laughs> Just keep pulling them. It's like a well, I tried clown's to, like, handkerchief of Carlsberg beers over there. <laughs> well, I tried to re, uh, pre-pop them so I wouldn't do it during the show, so I've just got them lined up. <laughs> Already open and ready to go. How many does it take to get through our first 25-minute show? What's the over-under on that? Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce kiss? Hitler. Just prepare to... Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Aaron Holiday fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Aaron Holiday podcast. Today is November 24th, 2019. This episode 410. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a 2-0 week for Aaron Holiday, including games against Brooklyn and Orlando. And joining me are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables, now scattered about the country? Uh... Quick shout out to Culture. Went and saw a movie last night. Saw the uh, Mister Rogers uh, adaptation, uh, fictionalized movie. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I recommend seeing it. Just really reminded me how great of a guy Mister Rogers was. Just nice, soft, quiet movie. Yeah. It was good. No, no twist ending where he goes on like a murder spree. <laughs> I was don't want to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No spoilers. Yeah, yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. From Denver, Colorado, uh, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles. John Colson. What is up, Pacer fans? What is up, Aaron Holiday fans? Uh, I'm currently wearing uh, Mr. Roger socks right now. Hmm. I mean, not his socks. Where That's you, weird. Yeah. Okay. Where did you get Mr. Rogers' socks from? <laughs> Uh, no, they're... It's been a heck of a road trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out real quick to uh, my friend Sean and Shannon uh, for letting me stay in their place and uh, watch their adorable dog, Luke. So, shout out. Shout out. Shout out, Luke. Um, and from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Uh, just wanted to clarify, Justin Holiday also 2-0 this week. Mm. It's a Christmaca miracle. <laughs> Two holidays Love holidays. in one. Love the holidays. Before we get into the show, I uh, just want to remind you, you can support us anytime you shop at Amazon. If you just click the link in the show notes or go to theunbeatables.com slash Amazon and do some shopping, 
it will kick a small percentage uh, back to us and help support what we do. Uh, gentlemen, we had two, just two games of basketball this week. Um, first one Monday, November 18th. Uh, at the Brooklyn Nets, they win this one 115-86. to 86. Uh, Nice, nice statement win. Uh, Aaron Holiday, 24 points, 13 assists, 6 rebounds. Justin Holiday, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 4 three-pointers made. Um, and then last night, Saturday, November 23rd, this is at home versus Orlando. Uh, win this one 111-106. Very exciting end of the game. Um, again... Uh, uh, Aaron Holiday clutch at the very end uh, and Damanis Sabonis fantastic 25 points, 9 rebounds and TJ McConnell nice uh, nice game for him too um, 8 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds uh, a steal and that guy seems like the best teammate he's just always super positive um, always got good things to say um, it's a good week of basketball who who wants to start to heap the heap the praising on Aaron and I guess and, and Justin Holiday both? Um, you got to start with Harper, right? I mean he's been mm-hmm. he's been talking about Aaron Holiday since before we drafted him. It's all been said. This is just par for the course. This is Aaron Holiday, baby. This is the new normal. <laughs> I hope this guy's so. A what do we do? Stud. What do we do with Brogdon now? Do we just trade him? You know, just we'll. we'll, we'll Take his time, let him come back, play some two guard until Vic gets back, and we'll worry about it then. Yeah, that's the thing. He's been playing, uh, you know, different roles in that backcourt. You know, he's the starting shooting guard, and now he's the starting uh, point guard, um, and he's handling it all very well. A couple of untimely turnovers uh, near the end of that Orlando game, but made up for it with a, a nice little jumper in the lane, and then that three, of course, to finish it off, so... Um, mm-hmm. You know, just that's I, I actually I thought it was uncharacteristic, uh, um, you know, turnovers in that Orlando game. That's not what I'm used to seeing. We were just so sloppy with the ball and especially coming off five days of rest or whatever. I thought we'd be a little sharper. Maybe that was the rust. Uh, could have been. I don't know if that's it, like I generous keep saying. Yeah, with this team. um it's hard to judge this team because they're still it's still all these weird lineups at some level. But I, I I guess you're right that, you know, after four days of practice, you'd hope that um, things were a little bit tighter. But, you know, you did get Jeremy Lamb made it back for this Orlando game. It's nice to see him back. He gave some good minutes. Um, and so, again, your rotations are a little bit different. Um, yeah, I felt like uh, that Orlando game got away from us in the third quarter there um orlando went i think eight for 13 from three-point range and really got themselves back into the game took the lead yeah we gave up a 40-point quarter um and uh, i thought the guys showed a lot of resilience though like not panicking um you know they came out from the quarter break and like i think quickly scored six or eight points or something like that and sort of got control of the game back. Um, and despite, yeah, like you said, some, some mental errors, not only turnover wise, but, uh, miles Turner committing a, um, a nice tackle really. Yeah. On, uh, yeah. Jonathan Isaac. That was definitely a brain freeze. I don't know what was going on. It could have been worse. Yeah. Which for a guy who's 
arguably one of the best shot blockers in the league. Like, why not just try to challenge the shot? I don't understand. Because he had caught up with him, you know, and was in position to challenge the shot. But anyway, I guess no harm. Or just or just let him get a dunk, (laughs) you know, like um, because he, you know, he basically gets free throws and the ball back. And it could have been worse if they'd called a flagrant on it, right? What what would they have gotten? Like (laughs) another? I guess another. It would have been the same. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe one more extra free throw or something. But you just you accumulate. No, it would have been no extra free throws. Okay, the exact same thing. Uh Um, But you accumulate flagrant foul points throughout the season or whatever, I guess. It's the only difference. Um, No layups, no dunks. That's that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. Also, Uh, no tackling. (laughs) The other two rules came first in the manual. Right. (laughs) We don't care how you stop it. Nope. Yeah, I think the other... um, Nice thing, in that Brooklyn win, uh, the Pacers put up a 41-point quarter themselves there in that second uh, the second quarter of that game. Um, really, the bench in that oh, game, yeah. super active, um, making things happen. Uh, Justin Holiday, as you mentioned, came out and was just like, flames were coming out of his fingers as he was shooting from three-point range. Um, but also on the defensive end, just making life hard for a Brooklyn team that was very shorthanded uh, that game. You know, so the Pacers benefited this week, both Brooklyn and Orlando missing key key guys, and uh, you know the Pacers took advantage. You know, you can only play the schedule that's in front of you. But so mm-hmm. Brooklyn was without Kyrie Irving, and they were missing somebody else too. Oh, Karis Levert is out. Yeah, he's Levert's another out. thumb injury. The oh. spate of of hand injuries is going around the NBA. Uh, and Orlando missing Aaron Gordon and Vucevic. So, yeah, as bad as the turnovers were in the Orlando game, we only had nine in the Brooklyn game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, and it's with, just a young team doing young team things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you're also, you know, you talk about Brooklyn being injured. We were too. Um, we're running, um, we're running Nas Mitru Long as our backup point guard because we were out McConnell um, without Jeremy Lamb, without Malcolm Brogdon. And um, this kid had a nice game. 12 points, 3 assists, uh, 3 rebounds. I thought he had nice confidence in his shot. Um, he seemed to be in control of uh, you know, himself. And this kid's coming out of, you know, coming off the mad ants, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. That's a nice way to plug and play. You know, where you got he's full backup point guard minutes at 25. Uh, and I thought it quitted himself quite nicely. I was uh, definitely screaming Nas at the top of my lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and shout out to Nas. Last week, we incorrectly assumed that those minutes that he got, whenever it was in the Saturday game against the Bucks, were his first NBA minutes. He had actually played multiple NBA games. I guess he played for Utah for a little bit. And, um, so he is not completely new to the NBA world, which I think served him well. He, you know, I, th- I think after a while, he got comfortable and was just like, yeah, we're just playing basketball you know yeah and just started yeah. scoring and yeah it seemed quite good um, yeah seemed to play within his you know stay within his game let the let it come to him he did all those things but still managed to be aggressive he was great i mean you gotta love that we can go to our farm system and pull a guy up when we need to it's been yeah. a fun season Dom, you know, I, we put uh the holidays for the stat line in this one at domas 18 rebounds in this game mm-hmm. and two Career blocks. Uh, 
just yes, commanding career, yeah, 18th career highs for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he was on both of CBS's fantastic. recap headlines along with Holiday this week. So, fantastic, fantastic week for Thomas. Mm-hmm. I think also the the game against Orlando. Um, I mean, Miles Turner's stats weren't you know off the charts, but he um, he had like short periods of time where I just uh, you know where I'm like this dude can do everything. You know, he's uh, Duncan. You know makes a nice uh you know makes a nice uh move to get open in the lane throws it down comes down blocks a shot on the other end comes back down hits a three-pointer uh i don't know if there's anything this guy can't do yeah no it's funny you know uh, it was it was a great week of basketball in the sense that it was uh, you know it was two wins um they felt like very different teams almost um in the mm-hmm. sense that i mean you know i mean the the um, Brooklyn game we were just we were so dominant and we've just and torched them and and you're right and and a lot of credit to the bench for that and I thought the the bench was um, also the key to this Orlando game but you know TJ Warren puts up 17 points or 17 uh, field goal attempts in the Brooklyn game and he puts up four in the Orlando game I kept wondering you know what are we running here the the, the offense almost seemed completely tweaked we had um, Miles Turner was sort of uh, sitting in the corner three spot um, instead of Warren in that in that uh, you know in between. I guess we made some changes during the week, but <clears throat> because of that, Warren got less of those cuts from the baseline where he gets his little floater in. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's about spacing, but I felt like we were almost uh, trying to figure out the way to use Warren and Miles Turner, and in the process, maybe didn't get either of them the kind of shots they need. I don't know. Seemed a little. Um, it seemed a little bit different as far as what we were trying to run, and it didn't quite work as well for for Warren, at least. Mm-hmm. Sabonis ends up with the most shots on our team, and he scores twenty five on fifteen shots. So, yeah, so he should probably keep shooting more. <laughs> I mean, they're big. They're big guys. Their best player and best big man is out of the lineup for the Magic. So, attack the paint. Yeah, yeah, and and Sabonis was having his way with. Aminu or whoever they put on. I mean, Bamba, you know, did a a little he bit tried. better job because Sabonis struggle, struggles with length sometimes, but he still, you know, weighs half as much as Sabonis, yeah. it seems like. So. Right. Went to and, line seven times and perfect from there. Right. We were great from the line, that Orlando game. I, and, and also, as you mentioned it now, I mean, Jonathan Isaac is a really disruptive defensive force and was probably yeah. most of his minutes were on Warren and Miles Turner. So, makes yeah. sense. I just want to see more stuff. I mean, you know, we're running these pick and rolls uh, with Sabonis at the top of the key, and then occasionally we'll do one with Miles at the top of the key. And I think Miles is such a, a dangerous threat from shooting that three on that pick and roll up there. Um, you know, and maybe have Sabonis sort of, you know, near that the you know, baseline, uh, the way we're running Samson, where he can just go in for a dunk and get an offensive mm-hmm. rebound. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Warren, to his credit, though, I thought played a pretty critical role down the stretch. Evan Fournier was eating our lunch in the mm. fourth quarter. Oh, um, my God, yeah. They took him out for a little bit and then put him back in, and, and McMillan put Warren on him uh, to put a little size and and really give credit to the the defensive effort and prowess that, that Warren has shown in this early season. And Warren shut him down. 
uh, I think Fournier, I don't even know if he got another shot off. If He definitely didn't score another point. I know that. So, um, yeah. still finding ways to contribute, even though he was, you know, only scored two points and was a, a minus 16 in his minutes. Yeah, well, we brought him in to, to guard these inbound passes, too. I mean, we really do trust him at this point. There's was, there was a great moment at the end of the first quarter where he just deflects it out of bounds. He deflects it out like of bounds. Like twice again. in a row. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just pure effort plays, um, you know, with his length and, and uh, you know, just making life hard for the other team. I'm, I'm just – you know, we've talked about it in a previous show, but, you know, his defensive effort, we're bringing him in as the defensive stopper. Like when, the, um, uh, you know, McDermott does so much for us in that second unit with movement and, um, you know, coach left him in longer into the late into the fourth because it was really good for our offense. But when it was time for defense, bring in Warren, let him shut him, you know, Fournier down. So um, good for him. Yep. You think McBuckets is um, trying to grow a mustache? I was trying to figure out if that was just <laughs> five o'clock shadow or he's like legit doing a Movember thing. But if he's been growing a mustache for the entire month of November, that's some, um, I mean, not to besmirch another man's ability to grow facial hair, but yeah, it's, well, it's not T- impressive. <laughs> TJ leaf lost his facial hair. Maybe it just oh. like they did a transplant of some kind. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they had four days off. It was a, was it like a face-off situation where they just like, <laughs> but just with the hair? Just yeah. with the hair. Yeah. Sure. I, I liked These TJ are... Leaf better immediately. Mm. My new, <laughs> okay, my new favorite pacer. <laughs> but then it got me thinking: there's not a lot of guys in the NBA that rock the just straight mustache. No, it's a weird look. I mean, it is a weird <laughs> look, but it's also like I don't know. I live on the East Coast, so there's hipsters everywhere. So I see a disproportionate amount of mustaches. You would think, like at least. A handful of dudes in the NBA would be weird enough to do a mustache, but I don't know. Or just anyway. to be known as the guy with the mustache. But then you're, yeah, aren't you Adam Morrison? Would it, wouldn't you think it would be an advantage? Like, your defender would be so thrown off by looking at your goofy mustache that, like, <laughs> you might gain a half a step, you know? Get that handlebar all waxed up, maybe poke him Ooh, in the eyes. Or yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just just twirl it while you're getting ready for defense. <laughs> I'm ready for you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Your girlfriend is on the train tracks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, the other thing in this Orlando game, I, I mean, we only need some late game heroics and end up winning by five, but we shot 54 percent in this game, which is a season high for us. Mm. including, I think, 55% or something in the fourth quarter, which we needed every little bit of. Um, that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's in a lot of shots, I mean. Yeah, for sure. You, you think you'd win by more than that, but I, the offense is clicking when you're, when you're knocking down you know, 54% of your shots off the floor. We were over 40% from three-point land, and we only missed one free throw. I mean, a lot of things could have gone differently. We don't win that game. So... That's some heady execution down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's the, you know, the turnovers is, was just the main issue. Like, they just, um, we were just careless with the ball. I mean, you're, you're right. Otherwise, we're winning this thing going away. Um, you know, and, th- and that's not typical of the Pacers, and I don't ex- expect it to continue. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned before, it's just, it's plug and play right now. These guys don't have a lot of chemistry on the floor. Um, you know, but... But they're bringing energy. I mean, I just 
I've really fallen in love with this sort of Motley Crue second unit that you're never quite sure who's going to be starting and who's going to not be, uh, who's not going to even see minutes, you know. Like we said, you know, in that Brooklyn game, uh, Nas Mitru Long, you know, sees significant minutes and plays well. You know, we, we mentioned Samson that's no longer seeing games but was really contributing. Um, I'm really pleased with the way McDermott uh, is playing this season. It's the McDermott we wanted all last season, um, mm-hmm. and he's finally arrived. It just creates so much uh, chaos for the defense on the other end. Um, I think that's why the <clears throat> I think that's really why uh, the second unit is. Uh, is rolling the way it is right now, and I think it's it's winning us games. McConnell and McDermott are just constantly moving, and uh, defenses have trouble keeping up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, McDermott is great. I I credit McConnell a little bit more. I mean, he gets down and gets like to the baseline yeah. with twenty seconds left on the shot clock, and then yep. basically creates a nice open look with by the 15 second mark or something like that. Yeah. It's that Steve um, Nash move where you go straight to the basket and then mm-hmm. curl under it and everything yeah, he else just opens probes up. and tries to yep. see if something's there. If it's not brings it back out and then we start the offense. Like it, it's and he just knows so where spots are. There's just places that he's super comfortable out there. Yeah. He has it's that hard weird, not to like, trust that guy. Uh, it's almost like a Euro step, but in the air, like yeah. he drives in and then jumps <clears throat> sideways off of one leg and then turns and shoots like it's yeah. indefensible. The first five games, I was like, that needs to stop. But after I saw him hit it 10 or 15 times, yeah. I was like, oh, apparently that's the shot. Just keep okay. doing that. Because you can't guard it. You're right. Uh, yeah, and Domas, you know, we talked a little bit last, I think it was last week, about Domas and his playmaking. Um, still finding ways to just make these incredibly sweet passes. I think there was one play, uh, I think it was the Orlando game. He sort of had the ball on the block and uh, – whoever it was made a cut down the middle of the lane and he made the sweet, like thread the needle sort of sideways behind the back mm-hmm. bounce pass. Um, just a scene. I bullet like right into the guy's hands for a layup. Super, super impressive. Um, right, if we're going to talk about it, the assist game, we got to talk about Aaron holiday and that Brooklyn game, man, uh, that guy was <laughs> diamond all over the court, just tons of cross court passes through traffic. He had this, they doubled him at the free throw line at one point and he gives a wrap around to, mm-hmm. I think it was Turner for a dunk. I'm just like, the yeah. kid was just seeing everything out there. Yeah. Uh, he was that he was in the matrix. Like he, he was, man. <laughs> yeah. was. that was super fun to watch. Like the scoring was great. You know, the, you know, the confidence and the three point shot is a real relief. Even for me, even though I publicly never showed any doubt. It's nice to see it go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the passing was just outrageously good. That was, that's what made that game so much fun for me. Cause the guys were out there sharing the ball and just, they were making the game look really fun. Hmm. I'm just looking at the box score from the Brooklyn game now. Speaking to your Doug McDermott effect, an okay game, you know, hits a couple threes, scores seven points, uh, played 27 minutes, and was a plus 35 on the night. Yeah, boom. So just him being on the floor and running around, like right. just creates space for everyone else. So. Well, and like you know, and like I mentioned in that Orlando game, as you know, it was a tight game, and uh, you know, Nate was trusting him to stay in the game um, until the very end when we needed defense, mm-hmm. but. Um, yep. So, also, Let's I don't know what uh, together. Yep. I don't know what uh, Goga's uh, plus minus is plus minus is for his career, but I feel like it's got to be pretty good. I feel like every time he's on the floor, we do good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
he's at a 16.3 PER, which is above replacement level, and he's only played like 10 games in his career, so that's nice. Pretty solid. From yeah. your rookie that you weren't sure was going to see minutes at all. Kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the Pacers uh, continue their journey through the NBA season. We're 15 games in now, all of a sudden. Seems seems like that went by fast. But uh, four games this this week for the Pace. Uh, Monday, hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. Get our first look at Ja Morant. Uh, Wednesday, it's the return of Bogey to the Fieldhouse versus the Jazz, who have been playing really good basketball. Friday, hosting the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I'm actually going to be in the building for that one. What? Thanksgiving. Nice. Fun one. Uh, and then Saturday, I wrote the wrong thing down, but Saturday is at Philadelphia. So that will be a real test. That's sort of our... Uh, maybe our first... No, I guess we played Milwaukee and Houston. Another one of these title contender teams. Try to see how we can stack up. We'll be tough again, though. Second night of back-to-back. But, you know, we're 9-3 and three since our 0-3 start, right? So. True. And we've only lost to the good teams we've played. So. <laughs> Correct. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dial it back, guys. Dial it back. <laughs> We get we get two goods, two bads this week. So, so no. no let's go. T- let's go three and one. Let's go three let's and one. It. We can do three and one. Sure. All right. Sweep it. I like it, Joe. Calling for the sweep. I'm thankful for sweeps. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, if you'd like to uh, talk to us on the social medias, we are uh, on Twitter. We are at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website, TheUndebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can send us a message. Or you can rate and review wherever you're listening. Um, and most podcasts, players have a little share function. You can send an episode uh, to someone in your life. Uh, it helps get out the word. we got t-shirts on our uh, website <clears throat> for sale. The website slash store. For our once and always coach, Bobby Sook Leonard, now in the Hall of Fame. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Oh, also, undegooglables. Do that too. Most recent ones on Thanksgiving. Worth checking out before your turkey day. Who won the game? It's pretty cool what it is. Aaron Holiday. Like Aaron Holiday won the game. Creature Night. <laughs>